Good morning. It's March 9th. I'm Mike Perrin, joined by Rob Galloway for an all-new edition of Tahoe Talk. Just a fantastic Tuesday, coated with a nice little blanket of snow, reaching up to about a foot on the North Shore, and just a happy inch or two here on the South Shore. We've got stimulus bill number three passed. The CDC releasing some fully vaccinated uh, individuals, a new sort of uh, guideline for them about no masking and Thursday marking one year since the WHO declared COVID-19 a global pandemic. I just can't decide whether it's been a year that went by super fast or very, very slow. I think it's Your a, take, Rob? I think it's a bit of both. I, <laughs> yeah. I, there were times where it was just like, oh my gosh. And there were times where it's like, oh my gosh, what happened to the story of the turtle and the hare? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, big shout out to Lake Tahoe Works for sponsoring this podcast. Two locations in South Lake Tahoe. One tucked in between the casinos at State Line on the Nevada side, which has different regulations and they're one over on the California side at the Y, uh, and they've got a great family meal deal going, self-serve beer wall, and wood-fired pizzas every day. Check them out, LakeTahoeLWorks.com. So I'll get right into it. Normally, I start with you know your national news, and I'm going to start it off with Carson City. You're like, what? Yeah, okay, I get it. It's the, the capital right, of Nevada. No, it was also voted the best city to visit during the pandemic by Forbes. Pretty wild. So the the criteria considered here is the CDC COVID data tracker, the Harvard Harvard Brown COVID risk level map, trip advisor reviews, and also considered into that but not ranked as high was current case counts, population density, average weather, public health guidance, proximity to outdoor activities, and drive times to big cities. So we know it, right? (laughs) Carson City, awesome, because you got Reno for all your thing, you know, Apple stores and big city stuff. And you got Lake Tahoe, your sandwich right in between two great things there. And you got Costco. (laughs) <laughs> there you go, and now a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Pretty big news. Uh, and then uh, speaking of some food, Sunday is Pi Day, the uh, diameter of a circle, 3.14. But what we really care about, where can we get the deals on Pi Day for Sunday? Papa John's, order one large pizza, get a second for $3.14. 7-Eleven doing large pizzas for $3.14. And you're going to have tons of local restaurant deals. So have your pizza appetite ready you know i was thinking it was going to be more like apple pie raspberry pie but all the deals i saw out there were for pizza pies i was sort of uh mm. you know caught off guard for that so oh, like a pizza but what's aleworks doing are they making a, a hey a pie, a pie day good Come call on. get on it aleworks <laughs> get on it i'm sure they'll do something they're great at marketing all right i'm gonna give you a little bit of a media blitz here i was rounding up all of my my news points and i'm like There's a lot of this revolving around media. So last Friday, the media biz got some new competition from women. And this is on the forefront of International Women's Day. You know, they're they're coming out of the gates hot. Sports stars Alex Morgan, Sue Bird, Simone Manuel, and Chloe Kim launched a together. And the last D on that is an X. So it's a new media plus. We got another plus, Paramount Plus, HBO yeah. Plus, Cook, and, uh, and also a commerce company. So that's where the plus comes in on, on their front. The pitch is men's athletic kind of hogs the limelight, right? Uh, so together is going to produce original content and partner closely with social media platforms, serving an audience of girls and young women. 
It also plans to ink licensing deals and sell merchandise that will then benefit it. So good on them and, uh, you know, taking, taking the bull by the horns and, and producing that. It's together. And the last D is X if you want to check it out there. Then 63%. That is how much viewership for last Sunday's Golden Globes Award show actually declined from the year previous. Oh, Only wow. 6.9 million viewers tuned in. Uh, ratings also fell for NBA Finals, NHL Finals, and Kentucky Derby, and as well as the the Super Bowl during the pandemic, which you would have thought, you know, more people on their couches in front of the screens, but these viewerships are actually declining. So they're saying, what are we going to do? Uh, and you know what? Amazon has got a solution for that. They just uh, put a big bet on sports. The e-commerce giant is set to pay as much as $1 billion with a B, $1 billion a year for the exclusive rights to stream the NFL's Thursday night games on Prime Video. Bold move, Cotton, <laughs> because that Thursday night game is the big money loser for television networks in recent years and viewerships. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they'll give it a little resurrection. The NFL, uh, they basically went to all of their partners and essentially asked them to double what they had been paying. Um, and uh, like Disney, which owns ESPN, they're like, hell no. Um, but they got them They got them to pay more. And there was uh, some folks, they announced uh, Dak Prescott, he's a quarterback for the for the Cowboys, his deal yesterday. And they're saying Jerry Jones is he's kind of tipping his hand, saying um, uh, the contract that they just doled out for him is um, is based upon these new money deals that they're going to get from the broadcast companies. So mm, okay. what they're saying. Amazon's one of them, you know. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. They're a giant. Uh, my last one here, question for you, Rob. How many streaming services do you subscribe to? Oh, um, I don't, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Too many to okay. count that quick. I, I know, I know. I, I don't know if I, can, if I can count them all on one hand, but it's probably close. Yes. Okay, so that, that one hand is sort of the American average. Streaming services obviously is surging in popularity over the past year, and more than three quarters of U.S. consumers subscribe to at least one one, according to a recent survey. And uh, in fact, American subscribers now maintain an average of five streaming services up from three last year. Yeah, so I, I know I'm right in that five category. Yeah, as well. I, mean, I guess I, I mean, do you count like like Apple Music? I mean, that's streaming, right? I mean, is yeah, that, I, guess I would. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm more than five then. Yeah. <laughs> that number just bounced up. <laughs> <laughs> and then in media of what to watch, uh, the America's cup sailing race begins on Wednesday. This one's pretty cool. I mean, I'm not a sailor by any means. I actually, I've never been actually sailing and, and done the work. I've been on a That's sailboat, cool. right? But uh, it's really cool to watch. It was first held in 1851, and it makes it officially the oldest international sports competition in existence. And these things are flying over water on these foils. Got to just check it out, at least the highlights. So that's one thing to watch. Second, 63rd annual Grammys on Sunday, hosted by Trevor Noah. Headliner performances include Taylor Swift, John Mayer, Post Malone, Billie Eilish, and more. So we'll see if they can get some better numbers uh, in terms of music, because there's a lot of new music coming out right now. But, you know, we talked about how the Golden Globes viewership plummeted. So we'll, we'll see what, what happens there with the Grammys. But 
always something good to watch and keep up with what your kids are listening to. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, sometimes you can't. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's crap. Absolute crap. <laughs> and then my final thing here of what to watch man fights off two polar bears with sticks in Quebec. <laughs> Two polar bears. I know what you're doing after this podcast, Rob, and I suggest I'm everybody totally do it. I'll uh, two polar bears. Uh, they charge them, but you got to check it out. Um, I'll drop a link in the description here of the podcast. But uh, if you can't, just just go on and search it right now while while Rob's talking about all the local news because <laughs> that's what I've got. So I mean, they're they're like the most dangerous, right? Isn't they are the most yeah. dangerous bears? Yeah. So uh, pretty wild. Check it out. Uh, that's what I've got, Rob. I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, one, I, I always like to pull I, like the history, like this day in history. Um, and, we, you know, I figured with Tahoe being so environmentally conscious as, as we are, this day in 1985, the very first adopt a highway sign went up in, and I'll give you a guess, Mike, what, what state do you think it went up in? Florida. Ah, Texas. Close. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking that we need to invent like a uh, adopt a sled hill here in Tahoe. That would be great, right? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Clean it, clean it up. I, yeah. I don't know if you could do it that way, but I mean, hey, we'll see. I don't know. All right. So hopping into the news here this coming Friday, the Tahoe Transportation District. We've talked about this, uh, this story quite a few times on the podcast, but uh, the board is going to vote on whether or not to purchase the old elementary school in Incline Village with the intent to turn it into a mobility hub. And there has been a lot of tensions between the community and TTD on this project. So I am certain there is going to be a lot of eyes and ears on this decision. Uh, the main concern from the residents is traffic and uh, safety. And TTD has said that just because they, don't, they purchased the site doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna build the mobility hub on it. And they have a word for that, Mike. And the word that I'm going to use is poppycock because I don't believe that saying. And I don't think we use the word poppycock enough. What do you think? I think it sounds, uh, it sounds a little uh, risque, but uh, I think it does the job. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> basically, poppycock's basically just nonsense. Um, right. <laughs> um, and it looks like on the event side of things, it is picking up a bit of steam. We talked uh, last week about the Rocky Mountain Oyster Fry in Virginia City still taking place. Um, and last week, the, uh, there was announcements from both California and Nevada that's going to see some easing of event restrictions. And yesterday, Mike, you pointed out the concert listings on Harvey's website, uh, starting with Kenny Chesney. Uh, these are basically extensions of the, uh, the outdoor concert series from last year, but uh, they're up there for June 30th and July 1st. I know the loft uh, on the South Shore, they opened up um, their entertainment room last week or last weekend. So could it be are we finally going to get back to the world of entertainment? I'm I'm pretty stoked. Pretty stoked. We're jonesing. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, and uh, on more of a, a sadder note, very unfortunate accident happened late Sunday where a three-car collision on Highway 50 near Zephyr Cove claimed the life of one and sent another to the hospital via care flight. Uh, impairment is suspected the NHP said that they have seen far too many crashes due to impairment over the past week. There's actually one on Highway 395 this morning too. Um, so I tell you, Mike, that little stretch from South Lake to Spooner, um, you know, right where, where this took place on Highway 50, it always scares the crap out of me. I travel it a lot and there is not a single trip where I, I don't experience um, either drifting, you know, either from the cars coming you know the opposite direction and drifting over that that yellow line or even in the same lane going in the same direction where the cars just drift into your lane i mean it's sketchy always I, i'd like to share my locals pro tip driving through south lake left lane only 
You avoid all the people, you know, making abrupt turns in the parking lots on the right lane, right? Yeah. That's and then good. once you get past, um, basically, you know, sushi pier in the casinos, right lane only. Mm. And then because there's no divider in, in between that four lane highway there. And I go right lane only there. So you're a little safer. Yeah, uh, this, I just yeah, always. Yeah, I mean the lesson really is just don't drive impaired, right? Um, well, there there you go. That's also a nice pro tip. <laughs> but you know, thoughts go out to the families of those folks involved there. And uh, speaking of auto accidents, yesterday morning, um, there was a driver on Highway 89. They lost control of their Subaru between Tahoe City and Alpine Meadows, and eventually came to rest in the Truckee River. Uh, the driver they they suffered minor injuries, but uh, the car had to be pulled out with a tow truck. That had to be a frosty little little dip. The authorities said the the driver the impairment wasn't. It was more um, weather related, not impairment. Um, but I guess the the point is just drive safe, people. I mean, I last thing I want is to get in an accident. But even worse than that, end up in the river where you got to pull yourself out from that cold ass water, right? Whew. Oh man, I, that's a that's a rude awakening. That would be rough. Yeah, absolutely. And on the weather front, I mean, you mentioned it at the top of the show, Mike. A um, little bit of dusting, but uh, looks like. Uh, between today and Thursday, possibly as much as a foot and a half of snow at the very higher elevations, maybe six to 12 inches at lake level. Um, that remains to be seen, but we need March to hit it big. So fingers crossed. The weekend looks like it's going to get back into the mid 40s, but nothing really else that I could see on the on the weather front for the next uh, a week plus or so. So hopefully we can get some things to break free over the mid to the back half of the month. And then after that snowpack measurement from last week, Tahoe, uh, the lake itself is about two feet below where it was this time last year and three feet below where it was in 2019. And they do not expect the lake to fill this year, um, which is not looking great. Um, you know, when you look at the other measurements from the rest of California, um, looking like to be a dry year, which is uh, never what you want to hear going into the summer, right? Yeah, I mean, that Mount Rose snowpack survey last week, we were at 67%. But yeah, so we'll take what we can get here in March. And you got to love a, a midweek storm where you drop anywhere from a foot to two feet. Uh, and then it clears up for the weekend. Businesses yeah. love it. I myself love it. So it doesn't get much better than that. Cool. Well, it doesn't. One last uh, little reminder. That, um, Saturday evening, bump your clocks up an hour as daylight savings is going to take hold. And even though we lose an hour, Mike, you get that day extended into the evening, which means summer is uh, it's getting closer. So a little bit of a trade-off. Yeah, you lose an hour, but uh, you get excited with that uh, extension of the daytime. Right. All righty. Thank you very much, Rob, for all of our listeners. Get on to our madness contest that is going on live right now. Think of your cutest pup competition mixed with March Madness and bracket style to go online to Tahoe Daily Tribute or SierraSun.com. Yeah, we're almost round three, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Round three begins, I think, tomorrow. Round three is the the Sweet 16. There's some cuties in there. Yep. All right. Thank you to Lake Tahoe Works for sponsoring this episode. And thank you, Rob. Be safe out there and have a great week, everyone. We are.